This is the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel, and it's episode 81. Welcome to the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel. We're all about highlighting self-help, positive psychology, and books on well-being. We share the content and actionable advice so you can make normal life extraordinary. We are a community of lifelong learners, high achievers, and busy people. Get ready for your download so you can live life happy. I'm your host and addicted to reading, Andrea Seidel. Hey there, Andrea here. I hope you're doing amazing. I imagine that you're doing the best that you could be doing possibly. Right now, our whole world is kind of turned upside down. We have a lot going on in our lives and I just want to check in, like, how are you? I know that right now we're going through the whole COVID-19 stress throughout this whole entire world and a lot of us are in self-isolation it's going on a little bit longer than we expected and you know what some of us have even really been impacted by this where someone close to us has maybe passed away or maybe we ourselves have gotten sick and but the reality is is that we we are all impacted by this because it's the reality for all of us so we really have to look at ourselves in a different way. And I decided to highlight such a good book this week. Um, Welcome to the podcast. If this is your first time here, this is where I highlight books in about a half an hour. I try and suck out all the actionable nuggets and all the positive psychology so that you can apply it to your life. And I just really wanted to check in how you're doing because you know what? It's stressful right now. I have this big knot in my upper back (laughs) and you know, my life has changed as well. Like I have a lot of shifts in my business and like different clients. And, um, you know, a lot of people are nervous and scared financially. There's, there's a lot going on for us to adjust. However, there is opportunity for growth. And as you know, in the positive psychology world, it's all about struggling well. It's all about finding strength and resilience and tapping into our ability to see things from a growth mindset and to really shift um, and try and find find, you know, all the interventions that we can do to make ourselves feel better and manage stress. So that's what I'm here for. And today I highlighted such a great book. This book is called Strength in Stillness, The Power of Transcendental Transcendental Meditation. It's by Bob Roth. This is such a great book at such a great time. I've been doing transcendental meditation for a long time. And you know what? I can't go to the library. So I had to pull on books that I already had here at my house because <laughs> I had read all my books already that I had. I don't know but you but I'm not necessarily missing all these beauty treatments that we could possibly be having okay maybe I miss the hair blow dries but I'm also missing the fact that I can't just go to the library and pick up all my books that I have on hold and as you know I'm obsessed with books so here we are let's jump into this book I hope that it can support you in this time that we are feeling maybe we need a little added support a little more positivity because let's face it there's a lot of doom and gloom around us right now and uncertainty Okay, so Strength and Stillness, The Power of Transcendental Meditation is by Bob Roth. And it is such a great book because medical experts agree that there is an epidemic of stress and it's actually damaging our health, our emotional health, our physical health, and and 
you know, you've had the negative impact of stress. I'm sure you've felt it. But what happens is we don't actually realize the huge impact that stress can have on our life. And there's really no cure for stress. (laughs) It's going to be there. There's going to be challenges in our life. But there has been scientific studies that show that meditation and transcendental meditation techniques specifically is a really simple practice that can drastically and dramatically change how we respond to the stress in our life and how we respond to life challenges. So Bob Roth, he really teaches us just very simple and practical and a straightforward guide towards transcendental meditation. Now, I have to admit this whole entire book is more geared to telling you about transcendental meditation. It's not actually taking you through transcendental meditation. Um, So I hope that it inspires you to kind of research this more and uh, because transcendental Transcendental meditation has been scientifically proven to have benefits. So it has benefits such as stress reduction, anxiety. It really helps with an anxiety. It helps us improve our focus and improve sleep. And um, I am so passionate about it because I've been practicing it for years. I have to admit that I haven't been doing my two times a day <laughs> um, suggestion for transcendental meditation. And so the reality is, is that I have been doing it lately because I read this book. All right. So it's a, it's a over 500 year old technique and it's very clear, it's very direct, and it can have huge impact on our modern day problems and challenges, especially in the face of challenge and struggle and, you know, change, especially what we're going through right now. All right. So the working definition, and I'm going to call it TM at this point, because transcendental meditation is just so long. (laughs) So transcendental meditation or TM, it should be very simple. It's very natural. It's very effortless. Um, I know a lot of people think, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to learn how to meditate. And they hear all the benefits of meditation, but they really don't know how to do it. Um, I have to say that TM is so beneficial, is very simple, is very natural. It's the way our brain naturally will go into a resting state and it is effortless. We're not directing the mind and we're just letting it flow. It's so beautiful. So the way he put it within his book is that it's simple because there is an elegant simplicity about it. It's an elegant simplicity about the practice and it's very natural because it is really not about manipulation. It's not about um, the power of suggestion. Um, And it's very effortless because there's no concentration and uh, control required. So it's definitely very natural, simple, and effortless. Wow, right? And you're going to be amazed, especially when you start practicing it, if you do, I hope I inspire you, um, that it is, in fact, really, really easy. It's really simple. It's it's not complex. It's, it's the way our brain naturally wants to go to like a time out. Um, it's really beautiful technique that I personally love. All right. He also says within his book that it's not a religion. It's not a philosophy. It's simply a technique that you can learn and that you can practice on your own. And it's so powerful. So TM is practice about 20 minutes a day, two times a day. Um, You sit up comfortably in a chair or on your bed. I have to admit, I lie down for mine. I just find that I'm, I'm in a better place when I lie down. I feel more comfortable. 
my all my muscles relax so personally I lie down but they do recommend that you sit up so that you don't fall asleep um, and that you comfortably just close your eyes and that you are in a very comfortable place and um, that you're set up comfortably right and so it's unlike other meditation practices in that it's um, it's not necessarily controlling where your thoughts are going. It's not giving you guided um, space or control or or like guidance. So it's really um, transcendental meditation is a little bit different. So uh, it's all about kind of checking out. It's the way the analogy that I can explain is kind of like when you're sitting in the kitchen and you can hear a really good song in the other room but the kids are in the kitchen they're being really loud <laughs> and you really want to hear that song in the tv room it's all about almost like turning down the noise in the kitchen or your kids and hearing the beautiful music in the other room that's almost the analogy of uh, this type of meditation it's like turning down the busyness of life and just kind of stepping away to where it's more natural and beautiful and simple and effortless and pleasing so that is my analogy right if you think about kids yelling in the kitchen in the room that you're in and then you know uh, hearing beautiful music in the other rooms almost like you can turn down those kids and you can turn up the music in the other room. So transcendence is about getting and going deeper. It's about having a different experience. It's transcending away from um, a moment that might feel stressful and busy and chaotic. And it's going deeper inside yourself where, you know, it's a, a different experience. And, and that's really, you're starting, you're going from the inside out. So you're going inward. And the way I, I kind of describe it, it's almost like um, checking out. It's like taking taking a little break and, um, you know, having some quiet time. It's so funny. My mom used to always say, I'm going to go lie down for 20 minutes. My mom, oh my gosh, she had four kids. I'm one of four. And uh, bless her heart. So she would say sometimes, she goes, I'm going to go lie down for 20 minutes and I'll come back. I'll be fresh. And she goes, I'm just going to have, mommy's going to have quiet time. And I remember that specifically. And that's kind of what this is. It's just taking that time. Time. It's like quiet time to step away from the busyness of life. And the, uh, the, the practice of TM does recommend that you do two times a day. And so you do it for 20 minutes. And I know you're probably thinking, oh my God, what am I going to do for 20 minutes? But it's amazing. 20 minutes goes by so fast. And actually in the positive psychology world, studies have shown that not that this is a nap, but a 20 minute nap is actually really, really effective so that you feel restored and you don't feel groggy. Anything longer than 20 minutes, you have a tendency you could feel groggy uh, if you take that time out. So I kind of thought, thought what that was interesting. So basically you're just settling down. You know what? Well, well you're wide awake. <laughs> so you're wide awake and you're just calming down. You're settling down. You're calming your nervous system. Um, so he talked all about stress and you know what? We can be really successful without stress. Stress has a huge impact on our lives. So transcendental meditation helps us to neutralize the buildup of this stress. And oh my gosh, we need this right now in our life. I know I need it for the big knot that I have in my shoulder. Um, and yeah, so the stress is like, it's not always an enemy. Stress is meant to keep us safe, right? So 
it's all about the stress response is one that's important for our survival. It's important for us to have a stress response because that is what keeps us safe. You've heard, I'm sure, of the fight or flight response and that before in history, you know, maybe we saw a lion or the hear the roar of a lion. And what happens is that information would go to our amygdala part of our brain. And this is where there's a network of nerve cells. Okay, stay with me. This is a network of nerve cells going to the amygdala. And that's the the part, the deep part of our brain. And the amygdala is kind of like the fire alarm that tells the body that it's under attack or there's danger. So what happens is when your body is under stress, when the human is under stress, we get all these hormones. So the hormones are chemical messengers called cortisol and epinephrine. They flood our bloodstream. They allow us to react. So the amygdala is kind of like the fire alarm in our body that tells us we are under attack. I love that analogy. So basically we are chronically activated nowadays with a high state of stress and anxiety. So for example, with this COVID-19, it's very scary because we don't know the end in sight. We're uncertain. There's a lot of change going on in our life. Our body doesn't feel necessarily, our mind doesn't feel safe. And so we go to a place where we're in this stress response, where we feel like there's a stress. So we go into the the amygdala part of our brain, that network of nerve cells and neurons deep in our brain. They're basically like a fire alarm going off, releasing cortisol, which is a stress hormone, releasing and epinephrine uh, into our blood, right? And so that we can deal with this stress. But the problem is that we are in a high state of stress and anxiety because we're experiencing chronic activation of the stress response. So it's repeatedly activated and that is not good for us. So life is filled with inevitable extreme stresses, right? I mean, we got kids yelling, we got kids home these days, we got to get deadlines done for work and, you know, how are you going to make ends meet if suddenly you don't have your income the way you had it before? There's a lot going on here. So the most important part though is how we respond to life stressors. And so that is key. So when, um, so basically like when we, um, the science the scientists call it the stress response when we, it depends on how we respond to stress. So according to research that, um, we have, there's three things that are really debilitating. And he talked about this within his book too, right? So stress affects us on many levels. So on a muscular skeletal level, right? We become really tense, like my knot that I have underneath my shoulder and I can't go to a massage therapist right now. (laughs) And this tension really affects us because it decreases blood flow. So we get tension, headaches, we get stiff necks, we get shoulder tension. Sometimes we feel it in our stomach, like a knot in our stomach or pain in our back. And it just means that there's less oxygen that can get to our vital organs, such as our brain and our heart. So stress affects us muscular skeletally, right? And then it also affects us on a cognitive functioning level. So reduced circulation to the brain skews its electrical activity and it really allows our brain to go kind of what I call offline. And he called that within his book too. So stress can shut us down. It causes the prefrontal cortex, which is 
the functioning of our brain. It's like the, the our our body's C, chief executive officer is our prefrontal cortex. And what happens is when it when our brain is going offline, this prefrontal cortex that governs all the executive functioning, like judgment and problem solving and reasoning, and our sense of self. When our CEO goes offline, oh my gosh, guess what happens? <laughs> the amygdala part of our brain takes over the command of the brain. This is good, I guess, if we have a lion about to attack us. But because the fight or flight or the emergency center of our brain is chronically is activated now, the amygdala part of the brain is taken over. It's not really good at basic functions. It's not really good at problem solving and judgment and, um, you know, reasoning and your sense of self. It is keeping us like, oh my gosh, red alert, red alert. And this is really scary, right? So what happens is, so think of you and think about, um, Think about a time where you are just chronically in crisis, where you feel like you're dealing with a crisis. So this impending attack or this urgent matter. So what happens is when we're constantly activating the amygdala part of our brain, we feel like we're constantly under attack or we have an impending attack or we have this urgent matter and or that we have to deal with, you know, crisis. So the bottom line is, is that when stress is chronic, the CEO part of our brain kind of goes away and that we're chronically acting from our fear center. We're acting from a place that puts us on guard and that is like ready to deal with the threat. And so we don't necessarily make good decisions here and we are, we are, are not in a good place to plan well and we become very reactive. So that's another negative effect of stress. Then the third component that he talks about, so it's muscular skeletal and it's cognitive functioning. The third component that stress has is that it stimulates our adrenal glands. These adrenal glands are on top of your kidneys and they secrete cortisol when we're under stress. And that's known as a stress hormone. And this feeds anxiety and that the adrenal glands pump out more cortisol than we need because of that amygdala hijack, <laughs> which makes it even makes us even more anxious. It makes us feel more anxious and more stressed. And so it turns out that, you know, what we are, we become walking cortisol factories and this elevated cortisol actually destroys our muscle, our bones. It slows healing. It's, it's not good for normal cell regeneration. It destroys biochemicals that are needed for vital hormones. And also it impairs digestion. It impairs metabolism and mental function. Now, the main one that I want you to take away here too is that it weakens our immune system. So that is huge, right? We want a strong immune system right now. So we know that stress has a really negative impact on us on so many levels. It also affects basic functions like memory and cortisol. Get ready for it. It also stimulates our appetite. So I don't know about you, but have you been eating a lot more, <laughs> right? And so it, it stimulates appetite and it of course causes us then to gain more weight. So finally, the negative effect of cortisol increase from our adrenal glands is that it stimulates us to be aroused. And so it's really hard to sleep. So it does affect our sleep. 
So cortisol suppresses our body's production of the hormone melatonin, which is integral, integral to our sleep cycles. So, okay. So the bottom line is, is that stress is meant to be a good thing, but it's not so great when it's chronically activated, when it's in our environment, when it's, you know, built up, when it affects us on so many levels, it affects us. Um, on a cognitive level, it affects us on a muscular skeletal level, it affects us uh, on an adrenal level, which increases cortisol, which is the stress hormone, which has all kinds of other effects on our, our immunity. So the bottom line is, and science has backed this all up, that stress isn't good. It's not good for us. And the bottom line is, is that what has shown to help is meditation stands out as one of the most powerful and effective techniques for reducing stress. Okay, so now are you sold? (laughs) Are you ready to start trying to meditate? (laughs) All right, so let's talk about how transcendental meditation works. And let's delve into the world of finding strength in stillness. So if anything you take away from this book, I really hope and pray that you take away the fact that stress is affecting us and it will affect us. And it's really important to offset the um, impact that stress can have. So transcendental meditation or any meditation can really help to neutralize the buildup of this stress because stress isn't an enemy. It's meant to, the stress response is meant to keep us safe and keep us surviving. Um, However, if it's too much, it's too much. It's affecting us negatively. So I hope that this inspires you to, you find some strength and stillness and the power of meditation. So let's talk about how transcendental meditation works. And so the mind has different levels. So we have surface level thinking, which is, you know, the active, where we're active, we're excited, we can be heated. And then we also have a deeper level, which is more calming, it's calmer, it's more expansive. So it's the nature of the mind to be drawn effortlessly to places of greater satisfaction, where we feel calm. Our mind is drawn to, it's the nature of our mind to be drawn to joy and positive emotions. And so we want to, we are drawn to this and we want to find this peace and this greater satisfaction. So transcendental meditation really gives us this opportunity to go inward into an inward direction where our mind is naturally calm, where it's kind of effortlessly we settle down into a quieter place and a peaceful transcendent state of awareness. Uh, so our mind um Once you've practiced it and once you experience transcendental meditation, you'll be amazed at how you actually crave it and you want it. (laughs) Uh, Sometimes our mind is just monkey mind, jumping all around. I know I talk about it a lot. I have ADHD. And so meditation has been a huge part of my strategy for living with and struggling well with ADHD. And so it is great because it takes you inward to a place where actually the mind loves being calm. The mind loves clarity and just that effortless settling down to a place that's quiet and peaceful and nice transcendent state. 
So this really shows us that it kind of happens naturally, right? And effortlessly. So this experience um, in this unique state, it's really restful alertness. And um, it actually does show that it provides neurophysiological changes in our body, in our mind, in our behavior. And it's so great on so many levels. I call it quiet time <laughs> and like a moment away. It's almost like a moment at the spa for me. Um, so transcendental techniques are, there's many purposes. It's for reducing stress, for clearing the mind, for raising your performance, for tapping in. Some people do it to tap into universal energy, uh, internal wisdom. Um, it's really powerful because it allows you to go deeper to a deeper place they call it you can some people call it the zone getting in the zone um, some people just you know want to go to a place that's slower and um, it helps them feel more energized it actually increases resilience when you do face your world and it, it makes you more present in the moment and more mindful and receptive to the people around you Plus, it helps you sleep better at night and you wake up feeling fresher. So it's also moments of kind of tapping into that true self, your true self, like listening to your own needs, your wants, your desires. And I love taking the time when I first wake up in the morning to do my transcendental meditation, just lie in bed and just, um, or sit up, up to you, uh, and, and go into that nice state of transcendental meditation. And it's so powerful because it really does allow you to tap in and, and take time to recharge your batteries. I know you slept all night, but what it does is it allows for that you feel energized and like you approach your day um, knowing what you need, what you want, what you desire. And, you know, what am I needing, feeling, wanting and hearing that inner voice, like your inner voice and not distracted by anyone else. And it's so powerful. So this is all about taking back or going back to a more natural state that opens the door for stillness and strength. And I cannot, I, I love doing it myself. So transcendental technique um, is really important because it's taught over consecutive days. And what he's saying within his book is that the bottom line is, is that you really need to hire and learn from a certified transcendental meditation. That's why within his book, it's more selling the concept of what transcendental meditation is and, um, you know, the benefits of it, but he doesn't actually go into the technique of transcendental meditation in this book. Uh, so what I recommend is, and it, transcendental meditation is taught over a few consecutive days I did have uh, an instructor teach me initially a long time ago, like we're talking a long time ago. Um, and I did get a mantra. What you do is you get a mantra or you get a word um, that you can say that helps you go into a nice relaxed state. So in order to prepare, you really do want to know what you want to get out of your meditation and um, allowing yourself to have techniques and reasons why you want what you want to learn out of going into meditation 
um, is really, really powerful. So usually you're given a mantra. Uh, it's just like maybe it's a sole purpose that kind of helps serve as a vehicle to help you transcend or help you get more relaxed. I know some people just connect to breath and they do belly breathing and they inhale. Maybe they say on the inhale, they say inner and on the exhale, they say peace, inner peace. And then that can be like a trigger word or they have a Sanskrit word that works for them. And most people are pretty private on their Sanskrit word or their mantra um, because they usually got it from a certified TM instructor. I'm not a certified TM instructor. If anyone thinks that, I've just read this book for you because it's such a powerful book. And really what I want you to get from this as well is that it's just like taking your mind to the spa. It's not a whole hoopla of event. It's just literally taking time out, quieting your mind, connecting to your breath, allowing yourself to go to a quiet, relaxed state that's very simple, effortless, and just and just be there, enjoy it. So if anything you get out of this is just quiet time and that's all. All right, so then he talked about within his book that obviously he's talking about how um, you want to hire and learn from a certified TM trainer or instructor or teacher. But the bottom line is, is that you're going to feel a sense of well-being after. It is, uh, it's really, um, it's really an opportunity for you to learn meditation. So they do recommend to do a meditation before breakfast. And then they also, because that'll help you gain focus and clarity and energy and resilience for your day so that you don't have to take on too much stress from your day. Then he also talks about the second meditation is best done in the late afternoon or early evening, um, obviously before digestion, because some of your energy goes into digestion, uh, just to rid your body of the stress that may be accumulated during the day. Uh, so that's really powerful. And then he, I love this suggestion that he makes, and you could do this for any meditation, is decide first, what do you want to get from learning to meditate. What do you want to get from that? So for me, I know it's clarity in my vision. Um, some people, it might be to maintain a clear connection to your inner wisdom, that inner voice. Uh, for some people, it might just to seek calmness and have time out from their day, their busyness and all the stressors that's around them. For other people, it might just be a heightened awareness or stress reduction in general, right? So what would it be for you? What are your reasons that you would love to have this opportunity to just quiet that mind and transcend to a place that's very peaceful, that's calm? And, um, and so the tip, I love that question, is just like, you know what? Developing this intangible for greatness, like developing this place that can really help you on so many levels. So some of his tips are to not set an alarm, to just trust that 20 minutes, you will know when 20 minutes is, and actually remarkably you do, you actually know <laughs> when 20 minutes, even if you want to start with 10 minutes, just taking time out and don't think that you have to go to this far off place, um, is just, you know, tapping in is getting calm. It's letting your mind go if it does, and just kind of follow those thoughts and, uh, just connect to that breath and go to a nice calm state and just see experience your true self so the bottom line is that transcendental meditation is simple it's natural it's effortless you don't have to worry about concentrating or controlling your mind or worrying that your mind wanders just spectate it and go to that peaceful place actually i get a lot of ideas when i'm in this place of calm and, and in my my beautiful transcendent place um 
and then they talk a lot he talks about um learning the technique is is kind of like you're going to start noticing um that you will get better at it, but it's not about getting better at it. You're going to reap the benefits slowly. It'll have a cumulative effect. And the secret really is that this accumulative effect of the practice will help. You'll see benefits slowly showing up in your life. And I actually see them instantaneously. Uh, so it's really amazing. So it's about just taking a few minutes during your morning, a few minutes in your evening where you really feel that calmness and that clarity and just connecting and start noticing all those growing benefits too that will happen as you start practicing this um even it's nice you just get tell the tell your children if you need a time out right you just say you know what um i'm gonna have quiet time it's cool because it's gonna teach your kids the power of quiet time as well so that's about it like life is gonna happen and there's going to be events that are going to shatter us or really challenge us that are going to be stressors but it's how we respond to that and i really find that meditation especially scientifically has been proven to support us, to help us get through this. And that there's so many benefits associated with meditation. And I just love this because it's been medically proven that it can help us with stress and that stress is part of modern day life, affects us physically, emotionally, cognitively. And so if anything else, I really hope that this book inspired you to find strength in stillness and uh, see meditation that it doesn't have to be in a huge elaborate guided process, but it can be just as simple as quiet time, stepping away, going in, transcending inside yourself, hearing those, your inner voice and just settling down for a while and being wide awake while you do that so powerful. Anyway, my friends, I hope you're doing amazing. And I just wanted to highlight a book this week. I, I think I, I will show up for you a little bit more in the next couple of days. Cause I feel like it's my, my honor and my, I have a lot to offer in terms of positive psychology when it comes to um, being resilient and struggling well through challenge. So I'm here for you and don't hesitate to reach out to me. Um, you can reach me and on my website uh, with all links to my social media there as well. Thank you, everybody, and have a beautiful, healthy day. If you like this podcast that's like personal training for your mind, you've got to come over to my website at andreasadel.com where I take all these books, I highlight, coach, and summarize the content in my unconventional book and coaching club. Let's face it, no one is sunshine and butterflies all the time, but we can make happiness a lifestyle. So I want to invite you to sign up at my website for my freebies and giveaways so that you can start each week positively. Finally, don't forget to subscribe on whatever platform you listen to, download and write a review because they really help grow the show. 